Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Castology. This is Castology, the podcast where we recommend and review podcasts that you need to be listening to. I am one of your castologists, Zane C. Weber. Here with, in his possibly final week as a guest castologist, is... Shane Anderson. And across from me... Nick Bleeker. Are you sad because I left you to last? No. No. Uh, okay. Look. Okay. So, just for the listeners, Are Zane, you sad because you ran out of small pods. Oh no! There's, there's two. Oh shit! There's two left. Um. No. No. Because I was just going through my notes for previous episodes oh. because I know Zane and and Liz, wherever you are, um, have been on my case every fucking week. <laughs> To uh, make sure my notes are up to date, and so I just want the listeners to understand that I got my notes in, and there is, and and Liz instituted a policy which we all agreed that we post <laughs> our notes before we leave the studio, and so I've done that, and I feel really good about myself. And just so. like cis white men the world over, <laughs> Nick wants some congratulations for doing yeah. the bare minimum. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> please. <laughs> Okay, so what we do here is we review and recommend podcasts. So we have some podcasts that we recommended last week that we will review at the end of the episode. But before we get to that, let's recommend some new podcasts that you can listen to this week. So we don't have a theme this week, but uh, because it is your last, possibly last episode, Shane, uh, what is the podcast that you would like us to listen to? I have brought in an interesting uh, acting... My typical sort of podcast I listen to is interviews with film actors, film directors, directors and that kind of thing. So I thought I'd sort of end with one of these. Uh, it's called Back to One, hosted by Peter Rinaldi. And basically he just interviews actors. It does lean, I think he's based in New York, so it does lean towards theatre actors. But there's also a lot of film and TV actors. Um, unlike some interviews where they're like, so what was it like working with such and such? Oh, it was such a dream to work with them. Oh, that's good. Like, it's not, I hate interviews like that. Mm. I hate, you know, if you could have any superpower, what would it be? I like, how do you the break power down? power to end this interview. <laughs> yes. Um, I prefer... Um, uh, how do you break down a script? What do you do with this character? You know, when you've got a line like this or a scene like this, what are you doing in preparation for? How are mm. you coming down from Like really super craft-centric interviews. Um, there's, you know, it's pick your guess with, with this one. Of, I really like Jackie Weaver has a really great interview on this one. Yes. I love her to pieces and yep. she's very good on this. Um, as well as Christopher, oh, I've forgotten his name, the actor from Possessor. And uh, he's in a, in a bunch of other things. Christ, Christopher something or other. I've got nothing forgotten yeah, his name um, uh, yeah it's really great and I love it and the host is very good it's, he's got a very calming voice I don't know if maybe you might have a bit of an issue with the, the, the we'll cadence see. of the voice
choice because it is quite it's, it's has anyone listened to Elvis Mitchell's The Treatment which is another film interview podcast mm, um, it's no. a very similar tonality as that but uh, yeah so Back to One hosted by Peter Rinaldi okay and any recommendations for p- specific episodes well the, the Jackie Weaver one and um, Christopher Watts his name whose name Christopher I'm, Watts Christopher his Watts name. his name um, He's, we'll he's the up. lead in in the in the uh, not uh, nineteen eighty four. No, the other one, the George Clooney produced show, the the very famous book, uh, Catch Twenty Two, the TV show. Right. Okay. Yeah. Well, we'll we'll let you look that up, and yeah. you can you can okay. add some errata at the end. Nick, what do you want to recommend? Um, I'm going to be honest. I'm recommending a podcast that I haven't actually fully listened to yet. Um, it's called Power the Maxwells. Um, and so is this just this just a, a way to make sure that you listen to it? Honestly, yes. Uh, it's been on my list for a while. Um, this is it's so it's about um Ghislaine Maxwell. If you're not familiar, um, she's a piece of shit. Who uh, is? Uh, we je- present unbiased viewpoints here at Custom. Uh, yeah, I mean, we're just going to go to prison anyway. So, uh, Ghislaine Maxwell, she is the sort of mastermind behind, or one of the masterminds behind Jeffrey Epstein um, and his um, disgusting, like the right hand person. Yeah, sort of. Yeah, like yeah. if you, one of the things that you with Jeffrey Epstein, I know he, she's almost always in the picture. Yeah, you know, like a fucking banshee. Um, <laughs> Or like some haunting Leech. thing. Leech. Like a, like yeah, that's a, a good one too. Yeah. <laughs> um, but this podcast actually goes into not just uh, her background, but her father, who is Robert Maxwell, um, who is a media tycoon. I don't know what the fuck he did. I'm just reading off the uh, description. But um, her one of the theories that she has is that her father was murdered. And so this goes into the Maxwell family's background. Okay. Um, I don't know how angry making it is because I haven't listened oh, to we'll the majority see. of it, but I'm sure <laughs> it'll probably make you angry. Uh, because I feel like it's talking about capitalists, uh, capitalists being bad people. So yeah, a hundred percent. So yeah, uh, just prepare yourself because Ghislaine Maxwell is a piece of shit. So and all, I mean, to be honest, all the Maxwells sound like pieces of shit. So yeah, what are they billionaires? Yeah, what are they billionaires? <laughs> <laughs> are they? Uh, Fuck, probably. Yeah, probably. <laughs> Speaking <laughs> of surnames, shit. it's Christopher Abbott is the actor. Christopher name. Abbott. Okay. Uh, well, speaking of finance, I guess I'm <laughs> recommending. Oh, right, yeah. I am recommending a listener submission uh, called Squanderlust, uh, and basically this is talking about like the emotional side of money. Um, so it's hosted ho- hosted by Martha Lawton, uh, who is a money coach and former financial advisor, um, and it's basically talking about the problems that people get into with money and and like the taboo of talking about money. Uh, so she interviews uh, like psychologists and researchers and financial advisors, uh, educators, basically just to help listeners deal with money and how to approach money. And it's really kind of it's really empathetic approach to this topic that I haven't really heard of before. Like there are lots of podcasts out there that are like, okay, this is what you need to do to be responsible with your yeah. money. And if you want to get rich quick, well, it's, it's even, if you want, if you want to be like debt free by 30, then you need to follow these simple five plans. And this is just like, okay, let's talk about how we relate to money and what money actually is and, and that sort of thing. So this is really, really well hmm. done. Um, the audio quality is very, usually very, very solid. Uh, and Martha is a, is a great kind of uh she owns up to her own um like faults and and problems with money and that's kind of how she approaches um her episodes so um yeah so it's just squander lust uh by with martha Martha lawton cool cool well those are our recommendations for this week let's go back and review the podcast we recommended last week so there was no theme last week just 
just some just some podcasts that we wanted to to uh, recommend. So let's start with Nick's recommendation. My recommendation um, was One Heat Minute Productions, um, a podcast that started off as a deep microscopic dive into the movie Heat. Sorry, the classic movie Heat. <laughs> Have to to make mention the classic masterpiece movie. Heat. 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 Um, shout out to Michael Mann, one of my favorite directors. Um, so it's literally a deep dive into that. It started off a few years ago with Blake Howard, who is a film journalist, and it is just minute by minute each episode discussion about a particular movie. So uh, he's done Heat. He's done all the presidents, uh, all the presidents' men, Inherent Vice, uh, Last of Mohicans. Um, I think there was a few episodes they did about. Con- uh, I, they did a few like COVID episodes discussing films um, and then they've done Josie and the Pussycats as well um, what did you think? Um, oh, so I well I'll talk about the heat one specifically uh, my one main note I hear is pop filter he doesn't have a pop filter on any of the heat <laughs> episodes it does seem to improve later yeah. I sort of went through because I only just saw heat maybe like a few months ago loved it to pieces but I sort of so I wasn't going to do like a deep dive in but I listened to a couple of the middle episodes like the Joe Lynch episodes yeah. I know him from other podcasts I listen to. Um, the main podcast is pretty fine. The guests skew very male. I know that he, there is clearly an effort to include sort of female voices in there, but it is sort of pretty dominant male. That's um, not necessarily a criticism. It's just an yeah. observation. Um, and then I listened to, oh, and I listened to the Guillermo del Toro interview because Guillermo del Toro is my favorite filmmaker of all time. And he's always perfection on podcasts, really erudite mm. and smart. And, and I love that episode. That's probably my favorite episode of this. Um, and then I went and listened to the Josie and the Pussycats one because I'm a very big fan of that movie. And I thought, oh, we're deep dive into a movie that doesn't normally get, cause we get a lot of deep dives into heat. We get a lot of deep dives into inherent vice, but we don't get a lot of deep dives into Josie and the Pussycats. So I thought I'd listen to that. Um, and I had a lot of problems with it. Mm. It, it, it stops for the biggest one being it stops for clips like every other minute so like she's sort of giving a history of the show and she says and around this time Martin Luther King was giving his I have a dream speech and then she plays 15 seconds of the I have a dream speech and she says oh and Sabrina the Teenage Witch spun off into a sitcom then they play the intro for the sitcom and then they play this clip and they play this just very like these episodes could be like half the length if you just trim down the clips clips. alone Um, and you know and it touches on racial things with Josie and Pussycats but in a really superficial way and then like later in the episode she uses uh, a word that's a portmanteau of wannabe and the n-word and I was like oh I don't know if that's appropriate to be dropping in 2020 20 you know it was done in COVID so like it was done very recently um so, so I didn't like that. I'll probably dive into the Heat one maybe after some more rewatches mm. of the film. I didn't mind it, but the quality of the Heat one was a bit iffy and then sort of the content of the other ones was a bit iffy for me. So mm. I'm mixed. it's not a subscribe, but if there's something specific like the Del Toro interview, I've got the Michael Mann interview lined up because yeah, yeah. that's 100% up my alley in, in terms of film interviews and sort of stuff like that. But it's not a subscribe, but it's not a sort of a uh, ride on off or anything like that. It's mixed feelings. Yeah, I mean, this is, a very interesting way to approach films. I think listening to this made me realize that I really like uh, a more macro view of film a- analysis rather than the micro uh, view. Uh, it's, a, it's a little, it's a little much. I don't like any movie enough to like spend minute by minute, m- uh, one hour per minute um, of <laughs> of movie. Um, examining it. That being said, listen to the Michael Mann episode. Very good. 
good interview. Lots of fun. Um, I listened to some of the other other movies and none of them really captured me um, in, in the way. But like, again, like I can imagine that with the right movie where there are like lots of things happening and lots of things to talk about, I imagine like a Tarantino where there is maybe like once upon a time in Hollywood where there is so much happening in every frame yeah. and so many references being made uh, and that sort of thing. This, this would be, this would be more my, I could, I could actually latch onto it again. Like I think if you like these movies, you'll know if you'll like this podcast. So again, like high recommend for the people who are really excited by the idea of really delving into the heat and it's uh, the last of the Mohicans. And that yeah, sort he's, of thing. he's a very good interviewer. Yeah. Um, and and I like that it's not, it's not surface level. It's very craft specific kind of things. I like that in my interviews. So he, mm. those parts of it, excellent. Yeah, I think it is very much a this really really in depth sort of analysis. I think the fact that he's got such significant guests on is where he's got I think like Liz Hanna and I saw in the all the present friend Liz Hanna who wrote the Post, the Spielberg yep. movie, mm. and Joe Lynch who's a director. Like the guests are kind of ridiculous. Yeah, like getting Michael Mann. I think as well <laughs> yeah. as like because like, I remember when I. I first listened to it and then the Michael Mann episode came out, I was like fuck off fuck off um, so yeah Ow. I think I think it's yeah yeah I, th- I think it's one of those things that um, it definitely if you don't if you're a bit sort of overwhelmed find a guess that you would probably attach yourself to and yeah. go from yeah. there yeah uh, alright well let's move on to what I recommended I recommended Elder Wisdom Elder Wisdom uh, hashtag Elder Wisdom Tales from the Green Bench or Stories from the Green Bench which is basically a uh, podcast where older people interview other older people about uh, their lives and what, what they've done and where they go from uh, set up in a Canadian retirement village so what did you think? I have thoughts <laughs> None of them particularly good. Uh, it, it is good that last week you did preface by saying it's not necessarily the specifics of this podcast, yeah. but it's the idea of the podcast because I too have thought, oh, old people have fascinating stories about things um, that we don't necessarily get to hear a lot of in today's very fast-moving world. Um, but this is a hard no from me. I, my one good note here is that the host is pretty good she albeit she does have her cadence is like a hundred percent janet from the good plays it's hi there (laughs) and i was so that took a little bit to get around but she did a very good job of keeping it on track keeping it topical moving the act moving not the actors the the guests when they started to meander as (laughs) guests of that nature will do what Um, nature is that old people (laughs) Um, but uh, so my big things is one it's a giant ad for a retirement village Oh yeah, and every time they stop to be like, "Well, that's bad," but here at this village, we're really fine. And I was like, "This sounds like the start of like a horror movie." Um, <laughs> two in the middle of it, there's a big giant fat promo for the Salvation Army, an institution that I severely disagree with, do not like. And on that note, there tends to be a leaning towards faith-based talking, which would be fine if that's yeah. what it presented as, but it doesn't present itself as that. And then that comes up often in the episodes, which I did or the episodes I listened to. Um, the very first one and then the second one and then I listened to one later on down yeah. down the the thing um, and then the lessons that they impart like the one of the episodes was that having someone you love die is painful and I was like well I, I, is there anyone who thinks it's good um, that was like their big lesson for the episode and then the, the, the later episode I listened to had um, the woman who was talking about she was working in the 1940s and the 50s and how she was getting paid nothing compared to the men 
again and the host being this is what I mean she was good she was like oh you know was that frustrating and uh, you know yeah. not getting paid the same and then the guest is like no no I just kind of went along and thought as long as I'm working hard and then the male co-host goes and you know that's a good lesson you know you need to be content with the stage that you're at and I'm like this is a horrible lesson that no one should take from this and no think, no no I no think, <laughs> I think the problem here is that this particular podcast conflicts with your particular politics whereas like I, I, I when I listened to this podcast I was like yeah these aren't my people because I I'm not old. I haven't. I'm not a boomer. I, I I don't have I don't have fond thoughts of the 1950s and the Great Depression and growing up and growing <laughs> up with those sorts of things. And I don't think necessarily that if if you're going to have guests and hosts that come from a particular faith, they need to brand it as a faith based thing. And I understand like why you get caught off guard with that. But I think like people can have faith and and have that be discussed openly on a podcast without it, the podcast having to It's the to way that it. everything kept being brought back to yeah. it in the episodes and I, I again I think that is a like like you said like it is an advertisement for this retirement village because the retirement village is paying for the yes. the podcast um what and again why why I brought it is like can we have more retirement villages paying for more old people to do podcasts so we don't yes. just have this one <laughs> yes what about you Nick uh yeah. You hate old people, don't you? Look, I'm not a fan. Wow. Uh, no, nah, I'm just joking. <laughs> I love you, Omar. Um uh and grandma. Um look. Do they listen? No. Oh. No. They probably would actually if I showed them how to use a podcast <laughs> or how to listen to a podcast. I think they would. Um this is a tough one, I think, for me, because on one on one hand, I'm like, some of the stories here are very cute and they're very old. It re- reminds me of sitting with my... Are they cute, though? Because I got like, they're like, oh, you found a hobby. And she's like, yes, I do crocheting, but I have to quit because my hands have stopped working and my husband is dying. Yeah. And then they're trying to try and find like the positive in that and there's no positive in that. No, there isn't. But I feel like the attempt is made and I can appreciate that. Uh, it reminds me a, a, quite a lot of, of, of being in the old folks' home and, and listening to your grandparents and listening to boomers, I guess, um, <laughs> talk about you know what they've done in the past. I, this is absolutely not a podcast for me by any stretch. And I think for me, not even listening to it, I don't know if it's because I'm, I'm fucking stupid or something, but I did not get the whole advertising for the village vibe right until I was like, I'm going to go into the notes. And then I, I, the thing that I noticed is in the notes, the only, one of the only... Only things I think it's the only thing that's actually linked is the village, and that's it. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. oh, hang on, you cheeky fucks. Um, look, this is a hard one to recommend because I don't think I'll actively being like, hey, if you want to listen to some old people from a village talk, uh, I got, I literally have the perfect thing for you. <laughs> um, yeah, this is just such. <laughs> like I said, like, like oh, I presented this with a whole tough. bunch of caveats. Um, yeah, for that reason, like I don't think this is any of our podcasts. It's, no. it's not even my podcast, and I love old people. I think this idea if we had if you had like a good 
a human interest interviewer yeah. who isn't there just to spruik a retirement village interviewing these people older people from a retirement village i think you could definitely go into the emotional trauma of getting older with someone and watching them die and and that sort of thing rather than just like oh i've got a hobby and i crochet right i i think and that's kind of why i wanted to bring it is like hey world let's instead of focusing 80% of our time on true crime. Let's yes. focus a little bit of that attention on uh, our elders and what they have to yeah. say. And I think I think what would have made it more dynamic too is if you maybe present it as a cross-generational thing. So the interviewer, the host was a young person oh, yeah. asking yeah. about, so it then becomes a conversational piece rather than sort of just tell your story, bring it back to the village. Yeah. Tell your story, said, bring it back though, to the village. I do also like the idea of elders making podcasts rather yeah. than it just being a, a younger person. But you, yeah. you know there is absolutely no way that they thought of doing this on their own and it was like some 20-year-old who was like, well, podcasts are a thing. Let's do that to promote it. Well, <laughs> I mean, we don't know that, but it's probably true. But I think I, I think the thing that I uh, that I got out of it, I was like, this is, this is a good idea in the grand scheme of yeah. content that podcasts are pushing. This is something that I haven't seen. So I'll give him ticks for that. <laughs> and that's the thing. The same way that I would like more podcasts from like actual youth like yeah, for from, sure. from like 14 yeah, like we to did, 20 like we had stage. with uh, uh, what was the one the that, youth climate podcast yeah. yeah um like i would also like uh, i i view podcast is broadening podcasting is broadening at the moment i would like it to broaden a lot further and this yeah. is kind of the first example i found of like elders making podcasts for elders yeah and i feel like i think shane with the, you bring up a good point in terms of what they talk about like it doesn't really challenge my personal politics it just very much is like boomers talking about shit and i'm like if i wanted to hear that it's like, could, it's like painfully inoffensive yeah like yeah like yeah. it doesn't but it doesn't yeah it doesn't sit there and make me go hmm this actually make makes me think critically about how i feel about certain issues it's just but like, to be fair that is kind of the branding of religion is like especially like the salvation army they're mm. painfully inoffensive up front because they don't want scrutiny unless and you are yeah. queer in which case they will make very loud public statements about you Always. Uh, yeah, but that's not as an institution. Face to face, they'll be very nice. True. Anyway, let's move on. Speaking of queer, to uh, Shane's uh, recommendation of Monsters Out of the Closet. I bought Monsters Out of the Closet, produced by Nicole Kalande and Shriya Venkatesh and Tara Rangan, who I think the latter, she was sort of, or they, I'm not 100% sure, I'm assuming they, um, was a contributor who then sort of became a producer on, on the show. And it's a, it's a collection of short fiction and poems and songs and other works from queer creators about queer topics leaning into the horror, the weird and the dark. What did you guys think? Um, I, well, I was a bit shocked because I listened to the, the episode at the top and I was like, oh, okay. And then I looked at the next one and it's the last episode they've Sorry. ever made. Yeah, they finished. Sorry, I, I did not prep that <laughs> thing. It's it's finished, but they did sort of a solid run of shows, oh, but yeah. they, did, yeah. they did end it up. Um, which, again, made me kind of disappointed to be completely honest. Like, I really, really enjoyed it. I, I I'm With Zane, I think I'm very much for queer or not I've loved the sort of community based curation yeah, yeah because I find like I feel like I get a real kick out of that because it really does come from a place of passion it comes from a place of experience and I think that these probably not so much my wheelhouse I'm not a big fan of monsters like monster horror sort of stuff and it didn't really that didn't really vibe with me but I think the thing that I loved about it is that deep down it really is 
pulling stories from different voices and i think you can there are ve- there are very distinct voices and yeah. i think that come that rings really true with this show um i think one thing that really stood out for me is the sound in this is great i really love some of the music that they've chosen for this because it's it's a bit of a vibe i'm not gonna lie yeah. some <laughs> like, oh, yeah. shit, i'll go to it just because music. i i go to it for that kind of tone just i want to sit in that kind of space for a bit because it feels like you're floating yeah. in some kind of um I yeah. can't even describe it. It's just a really great tone that I love going into every every time I need to sort of get a refresher. It's on. a great headphone podcast because yes. I was listening to it on some on some noise cancelling headphones today, and I was just like, "Damn, this sounds <laughs> real. Like this is good." Like I'm like sitting there, I was oh, like, yeah. "Am I vibing to some of this fucking music? Like this is good shit." I really really enjoy this. I I I'm gonna go back and I'm gonna have a listen to a few more of the actual other. It's hard to recommend a specific episode it because is. in 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 the individual. Episode, episodes every segment is quite different and varied and I, I love the ones where they'll just drop like a song like a little yeah. there was one where it was sort of like this Celtic sounding mm. thing and, and it was I think it was the theme of darkness episode yeah which and I was just like oh I like that it will just go to this place and then go back to some sort of more traditional story mm. kind of thing yeah because it reminded me of the one that we did or oh, that you recommended I'm pretty sure it was quite I think was it a Starship Sofa no Pseudopod no or the Escape Pod Network I can't remember. It was very similar where it was curated stories, but it wasn't just stories. It was a mix of poetry and um, song. Oh, God, I can't remember. Yeah. That was the vibe that I got from this because I really enjoyed that. And I think the fact that the topics and the voices here were very unique and the stories are very, very unique. I This this is a winner for me. Probably not a subscribe mainly just because I'm not like a big horror fan. fan, I'm a huge horror fan. Yeah, see, (laughs) and for that, that's bang on. Um, But this is a great show. And again, I can't recommend the music enough because the music is good shit. <laughs> I mean, this is this is a Zane podcast. This is the oh, kind yay. of podcast that I like. Oh, I'm happy. Um, I'm very disappointed that it's ended. Oh, no. Um, yeah, that is pretty sad. Like, uh, So please, listeners, if any of you know of podcasts similar to this, please feel free to reach out on social media and recommend them to us so that we can listen to them and possibly recommend them. Um, I love curated content. I love short form narrative, mm-hmm. um, whether that's spec fiction or regular drama uh, or queer drama or queer spec fiction uh any of that like curated curated fiction i believe is one of the really really booming um parts of podcasting at the moment because there are so many authors out there who struggle to publish through traditional means who are finding a voice in podcasting and audio content rather than just blogging on the internet yeah um and publishing as as a podcast is giving them a, a that that kind of legitimacy that then they can take to podcasts uh, the, take to publishers and say i've been published in these productions um so please take me seriously and kind of finding success in that way so absolutely this is a this is a great podcast i haven't subscribed just because they've finished yeah. um i will go back and listen to mm. the rest of the rest of the rest of the content though um yeah this is a good good recommendation Sweet. yay all right. Well, that's that's the end of our podcast. So let's uh, go back and uh, recap on what we recommended. Uh, Nick. Uh, I recommended uh, Power, the Maxwells. Now that I think about that title, it's just not that great. Uh, anyway, <laughs> uh, a podcast about uh, Ghislaine Maxwell, um, the piece of shit friend of uh, Jeffrey Epstein, and uh, her father, Robert Maxwell, and their background. Do you think that it will be a series where it's Power 
another name or I don't think so the only because otherwise then that title is bad yeah the only reason I it's hard the only reason I say no is because they've put a trailer in for a new show yeah rather than but this this is only very recent you could have just gone with Maxwell Power honestly yeah or uh, yeah Maxwell Power (laughs) is actually a fun name too Um, look it's a shocking name if it's just (laughs) it's a shocking name if that is the name of the show by itself but if it's a a series then I'm okay with it same as America and prodigy so look i'm 50 50 on it shocking title but power we'll the see how it goes see how it works out for you yeah. uh shane i recommended back to one hosted by peter rinaldi an interview an actor interview podcast theater actors film actors tv actors uh, very craft centric very uh deep dive into process and I recommended Squanderlust from Martha Lawton, who takes a look at the emotional side of money. So, uh, thank you very much, Shane, for joining us for the last thank few weeks. Thank you guys for having me. It's been an absolute pleasure. Um, it's been fun. Yeah, it's uh, been shaking, awesome. shaking things up and getting a new voice on. So, because we, you have been some one of the, our fans that have been feeding us recommendations <laughs> from the background in the past. Uh, so it's good to kind of get your your. Um, your input in in a more official way yeah. <laughs> uh so if you like what shane recommended feel free to reach out on social media let us know what you think um if you have recommendations uh feel free to find us on facebook or on twitter or on uh instagram if you have a podcast that you produce that you would like us to have a look at or if you're a fan of a podcast that you think we would like feel free to either reach out on social media or go to that's not forward slash castology where there is a form that you can fill out and that comes to straight through to us we guarantee that we'll listen we won't guarantee that we'll feature it on the on the on our podcast but we'll definitely listen and maybe even let you know what we think uh so yeah that has been us for this week i've been zane c weber here with nick bleaker and thank you once again special castologist shane anderson (laughs) keep listening to podcasts everyone hi we're the curiosity of a child podcast i'm anton the son age 10 and i'm the daddy It's just a few multiples of ten. And we're curious about, well... Everything. The more you look at the world, the more you understand, and then the more you will see. We're a podcast about history, science, storytelling, and... The curiosity of a child. We like to dig into different topics, everything from the humble ox... They've been really important for the development of mankind, and in that episode I had to learn about castration. Sorry about that. (laughs) To the most popular Christmas toys of yesteryear. We don't just talk, though. We like to experience. That might mean recording on location in a 5,000-year-old dolmen full of spiders and reportedly the entrance to the fairy realm. Or simply tasting spices from across the world to uncover where they came from, how the trade affected people's lives, and how they were used. So, please listen to the... Curiosity of a Child! Dun-dun! Podcast! Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.